0: And on today's episode, we are going to talk about how we are hardwired for negativity. Yep, that's right. I said negativity. I don't know if you're aware, but we think a lot, a lot. And most of what we think about to start off with is negative. Now, I'm not saying you're negative by choice. It's just how the brain is built. So we're going to talk about the brain and we're going to talk about something called negative bias and how we can stop it from mucking up our life. So let's get started, okay? Welcome to mindful hypnosis podcast. It is time to change your mind. Learn all about how to create new helpful habits and mindset changes with integrative hypnosis. Plus with a sprinkle of mindfulness throughout your day, you can easily shift into a calmer state of mind. I am Cheryl, your hypnotist and podcast host and I welcome you to a better way of living your life. One minute at a time. So listen, I have a technique that is very powerful and that works very well for any kind of anxiety you may have. Anxiety that you get at Sunday night, thinking about going to work on Monday morning. The anxiety you get just because it's the holiday season, or perhaps you're just so excited to hang out with your in-laws and you're starting to feel a little bit of that anxiety creep in. Give this technique a try. It takes less than two minutes, and it is very powerful. Go on over to CherylJReynolds.com forward slash stress less. It's a video, and it's free. Check it out. Welcome to Mindful Hypnosis. I'm Cheryl, your host today. So this is an interesting point. We have about 60,000 thoughts a day. And about 80% of them are repeats or negative thoughts from the day before, the worries before, or even our future. And this is normal. Now, if you're an overthinker, which if you're listening to me, you probably are, then you might have around 80,000 thoughts a day. And I know this seems like a high number, but you have to remember that we're talking about our subconscious mind, which sees and evaluates everything. So there's a lot of thinking going on, even behind the curtain, so to speak. And our brains are geared towards this negativity. It's a protective mechanism to keep you from doing stupid shit, to get yourself killed, like petting a tiger or putting your hand in something you shouldn't, you know, like that. The best um, definition of negative bias, which is what we're going to talk about, is actually from Wikipedia, which states that things of equal intensity Things of a more negative nature, like an unpleasant thought, emotions, or social interactions, harmful, traumatic events, have a greater effect on one's psychological state and processes than neutral or positive things. So, our bias towards negativity is hardwired in our primitive brain. Again, it's what protects us, it's what keeps us safe. It's that whole carrot and stick thing. You know, you notice a ruffling or a rustling, rustling is the word, right? In the bushes. And your first thought could be, oh, it's going to be a cute little bunny. Let me put my hand in there. Mm, No, your brain would automatically think, all right, let's make sure we know what it is first and be safe. So again, it's a primitive brain thing. To give you an example of a negative bias You get your evaluation at work and you have a wonderful evaluation, except for one thing. And let me guess, when you walk out of that evaluation, that one thing gets stuck in your craw. Another example is the news. Oh, the news. Oh, save me from the news right now. They know how our brain works. They know what makes us tick. And if you go to your news channel and you turn it on and you're going to hear 20 minutes of negative crap. And then at the end, let's talk about the cute little puppy. Uh, you know, even when it comes to just general conversation, everybody loves gossip. You know, gossip tends to be on the negative side most often. So again, it all goes back to how our brain works. And there's a really nice book that um, is called Hardwired for Happiness by Rick Hansen. He's a PhD and he works mostly with neuroplasticity. And he says that we have two types of memory, explicit and implicit. Now, explicit memory has all of your personal connections or collections in it from when you were a child to now, and they tend to be positive. Now, your implicit implicit memory is what's called procedural knowledge. And this helps you do things like riding a bike or navigating in a difficult conversation, These particular memories tend to be negative-based. So why is this happening? What is the purpose for it besides protecting us? Well, we learn faster by negativity. Your brain is built for avoiding rather than moving towards situations. We learn that we can get hurt by people and things that we do. And so we learn to be careful. We learn to avoid the unnecessary and to kind of put our guard up, so to speak, these negative biases are also rooted in our flight, fight, and freeze. It keeps us safe. Besides, you know, the negative negativity sticks in our subconscious more. And Rick Hansen, I'm going to go back to him because he's a brilliant man. And in his other wonderful book in Buddha Brain, he wrote that your brain is like Velcro for negative experience and Teflon for positive words, even though most of your experiences are probably neutral or positive. So if you know by now, and if you follow me for a while, you would know that I love a good murder mystery. Uh, and when you start watching as much ID Discovery as I do, you tend to become more vigilant. Vigilant? No. vigilant. Aware. <laughs> it's a better word because I can't seem to get the other one out. <laughs> and you tend not to be as trusting as one should. Um, I like to say that I watch these shows because it helped me to be more aware and safer because I'm on alert. However, the flip side is I tend to be a little too alert, which means less trusting. I'll give you an example going back about maybe five or six years ago. And I came out of the store and this woman was running towards me as fast as she could, you know, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm thinking, oh my God. And my first initial thought, and this is embarrassing to say, was like, oh my God, she's going to grab me. put me in her car for a boyfriend or something. And she just ran up to me and asked me for a lighter, which I didn't have. But I got in my car and I thought, wow, that's not normal to have that kind of thought for the first initial reaction. But she startled me. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) kind of a sad tale to tell, but that's negative bias. That's not trusting. And you know, you also have to remember too. For me, anyway, my dad was a police officer, so I also tend to have that more vil vil. Oh, forget it. Aware <laughs> attitude as well, and a few other situations in my past that would, you know, validate my concerns. So we'll leave that there. How how do so? How do you become less negative and more positive? So one of the first things that I like to do now, realizing that my brain is definitely wide more for negative than positive is I ask myself, is this really true or is my brain trying to protect me? Now, I'm not going to sit there and go down the rabbit hole of thinking and thinking about all this, but it's just a simple question. Am I using my negative biased brain to evaluate the situation? And you have to base it on your own judgment and time will tell, of course. Asking if it is true just gives you an ability to look at it from a different perspective. So another way is just to appreciate your negative bias brain and thank it for caring for you. And then in certain situations, you can tell it to back off that you got this. Another reason your brain brain is biased or another reason is to protect you from change, that nasty C word that your brain hates. Your brain likes things that are easy and simple. And it doesn't like disruptions because change is scary and we built that into our brain. So sometimes that negative bias, what are you doing? Why are you doing that now? That's not what you did before. And of course, there comes a negative bias again. So we have to sometimes basically tell our brain to knock it off, to back off, so that we can start to look at things more in a positive light. You can also start to look at all the positive things in your life settle into them more often so they continue to make a bigger impact. One of the things Rick Hansen mentions is to come up with a positive emotion and hold on to it longer, allow it to seep and settle into your body to where it starts to move into your brain and dig out or as I say, push out those negative thoughts and replace them with positive You can start to do this by just noticing more of the positive things in your life. Another thing that you can do is to trust your intuition. Start to use it more often. The mind may judge, but the heart knows. And when you can start to use your intuition as opposed to your thinking brain, you tend to be spot on because our intuition doesn't lie to us. It comes from a place where there is non-judgment. So it knows. And the more you utilize that, the better you'll become at understanding experiences, especially the ones that may seem negative. So in saying all that, negative bias is going to be there. It's part of our brain's way of keeping us safe and helping us and helping us to know how to judge situations. But unfortunately, it can cause a lot of problems in our life because we can get stuck down that negative rabbit hole to where everything we think is negative or everything has a negative twist to it. And so we have to break that cycle. And there are certain ways to do it. And as I discussed before, give those a try and let me know how you do. And if you notice that you are really, really negative, give yourself some grace, give yourself a little hug and realize that it's not your entire fault and that you can make brain changes that are positive for you. Okay, that is all for now. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Thank you for listening to the end of this podcast. Go on over to the show notes at CherylJReynolds.com for more information and valuable resources. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an episode. And if you want to find the link to work with me one-on-one, you can find it there. Remember, you have a powerful mind and it can be changed to support the life you want to live. In the meantime, enjoy your day. One minute. At a time.